Dateline, November 21st, 2010. Well, good day, folks, and welcome back to the Australia Desk for episode 124 of the Airplane Geek Show. Steve Vischer back with you once again, and a slightly sunburnt Grant McHeron. G'day, mate. Hey, how you going, man? Not too bad. I say sunburnt because uh, we've been down at Moorabbin Airport today, standing in the sun, and I think uh, I think I might have got a little bit of it myself. And I tell you what, you know, although we don't want to make this a weather podcast, if you remember back last week, folks, we were drowning in the rain and it was freezing cold, and this week it's a beautiful day today. Nice barbecue weather. Yeah, and that's what we were doing. We were having a barbecue down at Moorabbin Flight Services and uh, hanging out with a whole bunch of the crew from downwind.com.au. Absolutely great fun. Uh, Good to catch up with some folks, have a couple of uh, sausages and uh, organise some flights. Yeah, organise some flights. And, uh, yeah, I'm going up on Friday as a result of that. So Excellent. If only I can just remember how to fly again, that could be. Uh, Yes, which button makes you go up? (laughs) Well, let's see uh, what news is going on this week, Grant. Uh, Let's have a brief look at the uh, continuing A380s at Problems for Qantas, so they're still grounded. And um, what's the latest with that? Well, yeah, they're still grounded. Um, we had the report a little while ago that the cockpit voice recorder had been overwritten partially due to uh, problems with engine number one. That was the one they couldn't shut down on landing. Qantas have also had uh, QF17, a uh, 747-400, probably a 747-400ER, so a relatively new one, heading from uh, Sydney over to Buenos Aires. And, of course, they do that non-stop. They go transpolar, which means they're within about a 1,000 kilometers of the South Pole, um, down pretty close to and or over pack ice. And uh, they were an hour or so out of Sydney when they got smoke in the cockpit, so they elected to turn around and come back. Once again, brilliantly handled by the tech crew. They did a very good job of keeping the uh, passengers uh, happy and um, aware of what was going on. Came back, landed, and uh, everyone else got uh, moved on to other flights. So that that was another issue for Qantas. Um, again, these things happen. Some issues come up, but uh, the general media, any little problem, they're going to slam Qantas at the moment because uh, that's general for the media, but it's also a very Australian thing. We call it the tall poppy syndrome. If you stick your head out above everyone else, uh, the, the media who were boosting you up, now suddenly turn around and cut you back down. Further on the A380 saga, Singapore Airlines, uh, they've grounded their A380s due to finding some flaws in their engines and are using 777s and 747s to cover the routes and uh, yeah Rolls-Royce have uh, given some further confirmation about the Trent 900 having that floor that allows uh, oil to build between the intermediate and high pressure spaces creating fires and breaking everything. Yeah, talking to some A380 uh, flight crew that we know that uh, friendly to the podcast here um, they actually uh, told me the other day that there's two more A380s on the way for Qantas uh, possibly by the end of this year they're telling me so uh, it'll be interesting yeah, to great. see uh, you know if the engines that they're getting obviously now are going to have to be upgraded if they're not already that'll be the interesting. I'm sure Qantas will be very keen to get those aircraft over here if they're uh, an upgraded version. They will have the upgraded engines, yes. That's confirmed from all that I'm hearing. It's uh, they, they will have the newer newer engines that uh, because Rolls-Royce has been uh, quietly putting out newer engines with fixes in them and so on. Uh, it was just getting them onto the ones that already existed that was the fun. You know, the interesting thing here with the media too, Grant, is that it makes you wonder just how many routine uh, maintenance issues might be happening with Virgin Blue or indeed with Tiger and any of the commuter airlines that uh, obviously if they are happening, we wouldn't know because they're slipping under the radar uh, of the uh, mainstream media at the moment. Uh, we can't find any news reports. I mean, there may not have been any, but it would be interesting to know. But uh, like you say right now, they're zeroed right in on, on Qantas. And uh, as if uh, things weren't bad enough for Qantas, they've also lost a uh, major sponsorship this week. 
That's right. The Australian Football League, the AFL, uh, have decided to give their account across to Virgin Blue instead of Qantas. Yeah. Now, of course, uh, you know, for our American listeners who don't know, Australian rules football, uh, extremely popular, most popular sport in this country. Also yeah. referred to as aerial ping pong. Yeah, that's exactly right, and uh, probably with good reason most of the time. But a bunch course, of guys in short shorts leaping all over each other to keep a ball in the air. Yes, but of course, since the Mighty Hawks didn't get anywhere near the grand final this year, who cares about football? But that's beside the point. I digress. Uh, so. Uh, you know these these sorts of things. Are, you know, it was interesting at the uh, the 90th anniversary celebrations last week. Grant that uh, Qantas announced that they were the uh, naming rights sponsor for the uh, 2011 Australian Formula One Grand Prix here in Melbourne. And Qantas obviously likes to uh, you know have their name on big ticket events like this. And uh, for many many years now, they've been transporting the AFL footballers all around the country to the various sporting events. So uh, yeah, for them to lose that, that's uh, you know the AFL is a <laughs> very wealthy organisation. So that's going to uh, I guess uh, create quite a revenue loss for. Qantas. And, oh, I don't know. It could it could net out positive for them. They may not. They may uh, have less maintenance work to do after travelling said uh, AFL teams around the country. Yeah, maybe if they dump the cricketers as well, they'll, they'll be on a winner. <laughs> what they lose out in beer consumption, they gain in uh, less maintenance and damage. In an article that we're looking at here on the Australian Aviation website, uh, they're saying that the uh, contract, which will start on January first, uh, is worth about eight million Australian dollars for the year. Oh, that's the same as eight million US dollars, I guess, Grant. Oh, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, so uh, leaving all that sort of stuff behind, uh, let's look a little bit further afield and globally. And uh, yes, there's another another volcano that's uh, causing a bit of trouble down this end, Mount Merapi or Maripai. How do you pronounce that, Grant? You're Marap- a resident linguist. Oh, mate. <laughs> it was scary when I'm the linguist. But yes, Mount Merapi in uh, Indonesia. It's uh, just outside Yogyakarta in the centre of the island of Java. I uh, was looking at that when I was stuck over in Indonesia and unable to go to the Red Bull Air Race. But uh, yeah, it's uh, been erupting for a while. It is a deadly eruption. It's killed uh, two or three hundred people. Sadly, there's been some some pretty nasty uh, clouds of very hot ash and gases and so on coming down the mountain and killing people. Uh, it's also putting up a lot of ash and so on into the atmosphere, and it's resulted in a number of uh, changes of uh, flight paths for aircraft coming down here from Asia, particularly ones going into Perth. Malaysia Airlines, Singapore Airlines, and of course Qantas are all having to uh, change their uh flight plan routes to uh, get around this ash cloud problem. So uh, we hope that sort of, you know, it's actually been going for a couple of weeks now, and Grant, it's uh, not, yep. a, not a recent thing. No, no, it has been going for a little while, but uh, the, the big thing for the airlines is that they're quite often having to fly at lower cruising altitudes, which of course means more fuel consumption. And in fact, for a Jetstar flight, they were forced to divert to Darwin for a, re- a refueling stop as they were heading to Perth because uh, travelling at the lower altitude, they were consuming more fuel than expected and uh, oops, better pick up some more. Yeah, it's actually saying that the ash cloud has been observed at, you know, 40,000, as high as 50,000 feet. Yep. So, uh, boy, that's uh, that's a pretty powerful volcano. So uh, let's hope that doesn't start drifting this way. We wouldn't want Australia to descend into the uh, flight chaos that we saw earlier in the year over there in Europe. Yeah, that's right. And uh, there's nothing quite like the uh, forces of nature to really uh, put us back in our place. And I don't know about you, mate, but I've been watching all the uh, recent um, volcanoes and earthquakes and various other things going on around the Ring of Fire from California up through uh, through Washington and Alaska and out around to Russia and down through Japan, back down through Asia and uh, through Australia. We've even had uh, earthquakes here in Australia and normally we don't get them. 
let alone, of course, the big one in uh, in Christchurch, a huge earthquake. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting back and watching and wondering if this is Mother Nature saying, hey, I'm going to let go a big one. And uh, one or two grand if that might have had something to do with the uh, recent mine tragedy down there in New Zealand. And uh, there's been quite a, quite a bad mine collapse over there. So, uh, you know, our thoughts go out to those folks over there. And we're, we're still hoping for a, a positive result. But, uh, yeah, our thoughts uh, certainly go out to uh, our New Zealand friends. All right, well, that's about everything we have for you on this week's Australia Desk Report. Grant, uh, speaking of chaos, I've uh, got to edit this and uh, get busy on uh, some of our upcoming episodes. I think we're going to have two out in the next week. Yeah, that could be good for our listeners, give them lots of material to uh, enjoy as they're driving, doing the dishes, mowing the lawns, kicking back and relaxing with a pina colada, whatever works for them. Yeah, of course, I've been on annual leave from work the last two weeks and uh, I don't think I've moved too far out of this studio, actually. <laughs> Time to go <laughs> yeah. back to work and have a rest. <laughs> sorry, mate. We just keep organising more and more for you to do. I'm sorry. Oh, dear. And as I bang my head against the screen of my laptop until next <laughs> week, I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm Grant McCarran. Cheers, folks.